where there is peace, there is happiness. When the mind is full of worries, anxieties, despair, frustrations, ego, sense of possession, selfishness, that mind remains constantly agitated. And even if we do not have any negativity in the mind, still our anxieties for our sustenance, etc. remain constantly in our mind. And as we have heard from Sri Krishna, that what we think we become, what we are thinking, our mind takes up that form. Think small and you are small. Think big, you are big and you can do big things in life. Sri Krishna has been pointing out that claim your greatness, claim your infinitude, claim your freedom, claim your happiness and not worry about small things, things which are going to happen in any case. If you look back in our life, from the time we were born, were we able to even look after ourselves? And yet, as we begin to grow and develop this ego that nothing can happen without me, and we put on ourselves so many burdens, we have to only play the role that we are in and do our duties accordingly, remaining in fact the whole mother nature, the whole universe is helping us. In fact, when with determination and single-pointedness we act, we serve, we perform and show our sincerity, in fact, the whole universe blesses us to make it happen. Therefore, Bhagwan, in the last loving statement said that those whose minds are in me and who keep doing all their actions remembering me, they do not have to worry. In fact, this word in Sanskrit, chinta and the word chitta. Chitta means fire and chinta, vari, has got an anuswara, a nasal dragging sound. If the pyre burns us once in our life, and that too also really speaking, after our life in death, worry burns us moment to moment. 
Freed from desire and anger to a great extent, our mind is calm. But we start worrying about unessentials. And when we start thinking about those things, our mind turns away from the glory, the greatness, the love, and the blessings of the Lord of the universe. Naturally, there will be anxiety and worries. I do not know if you have thought over, but I'm sure many of you have. But I can tell many incidents from my life that we also work, but nothing in our pockets. I travel around the world. Yet, I have never needed to buy anything even in transit or at the airport. Even if I have been stranded there without money in my pocket, never have we had to go as such without what we need at that time. How it happens is just magic. And if we remember all these and do our actions courageously, bravely, then there is nothing to worry. But there are times people start thinking, I am undeserving. I have done so many wrong actions. I know I have to bear the consequences of my actions. How can I be blessed? How can I turn my mind? Or is there any hope in me? Such despair when it comes also, it takes our mind away from the bountiness, the grace of the Lord. In fact, takes us away from the Lord, takes away us away from that infinitude. And identifying with our negative actions, we develop in ourselves guilt, etc. In fact, most of the time we do not want to sit in quietitude, in introspection, or even study or inquiry into ourselves because the initial layers that we see of ourselves, we never generally begin to despair. Do I have hope? No? We begin to despair. But Bhagwan's loving instructions and in the ninth chapter, which is the heart, which is the really heart of Krishna and the heart of Krishna is love. The essence of Lord is love. The essence of the Guru is love. And love does not judge. Love does not condemn. Just as a mother, however wrong or faulty the child is, the mother only improves the child but accepts the child. If the mother has to correct the child from doing wrong and becoming harmful to himself or herself, will correct the child. 
but the mother does not even have to say i forgive you for what you have done the moment the child realizes his or her mistake and wants to come back to the love of the mother to the guidance and the values that the mother has given the mother who is love embraces the child immediately in her secure lap in the same way two beautiful verses in the ninth chapter they do not even sit and brood over what you have done however sinful it may have been if you are ready to correct yourself knowing that what glory is available then bhagwan says api chet suduraj api chet suducharah bhajate mam ananya bhag sadhure vasamantavya samyak vyavasito hi sah i'll do two verses together yes shipram bhavati dharmatma shashvachantim nigachati kaunteya pratijanihi name bhakta pranashyati get cut here and then hmm? yeah. bhagwan says api chet sudurachara our thoughts our attitude our intentions make our actions and when we do those actions with the wrong motive those wrong actions rebound back to us in the form of agitations and sorrow it is our own doing and when we become introspective and admit to ourselves as sant kabir says bura jo dekhan main chala बुरा न मिलिया कोय जो मन खोजा आपना मुझसे बुरा न कोय वी आर अफ्रेड टू बी विथ आवर सेल्व बिकॉज वॉट वी मे डिस्कवर अबाउट आवर सेल्व वी माई बी शेमफुल ऑफ वॉट वी हैव डन एंड वी फाइंड कन्वीनियंस इन ब्लेमिंग अदर्स और इवन गॉड फॉर आवर सॉरो but when we are ready to take responsibility we have to confront our own dark side and bhagwan says api chet sudurachara even if you have been the most wicked person and done the most sinful actions but bajate mam ananya bhag when you have turned your mind to that which is divine 
that which is love, that which is full of virtues, you have turned towards me, that all loving God and worships me with none else, with single pointedness, where I alone become your support, I alone become your abode, I alone am your shelter, even if you are the most sinful. Bhagwan declares, Sadhureva Samantavya. To all that from that day onwards, consider that person to be a sadhu. Sadhu means a person who is good, a person who knows the truth. Sadhureva Samantavya. From that day onwards, consider him to be transformed or her to be transformed. Why? Because transformation comes with a mere resolve. Because samyak vyavasito hisaha. When you have made a firm and right resolve to make that change, that transformation, to keep your mind on that which is all perfect, all good, then when you have made that firm resolve from that day onwards, the transformation starts. And what we keep our mind on, that influences our mind and our mind takes up that form. Puja Gurudev used to explain this in this manner logically. That's the greatness of that master, like how Sri Krishna has explained. But if we understand the very essence of love, which is acceptance, love where the mind becomes single-pointed, and there is no sense of otherness. As Gurudev said, it is at one mint that we call as attunement. And love is identification with the beloved, where two become one. There's no you and me, it's us. That is love. And the lover of the universe, the Lord of the universe, declares, Shipram Bhavati Dharmatma. Soon that person will become Dharmatma. Dharmatma means Dharma has two wonderful meanings. One which is your essence. One who recognizes the Atma, the Self, as his essential nature and that Self which is infinite and therefore one with the Lord. At the same time, all values, all goodness, all sharing, all good actions emanate 
from this dharma and all righteousness comes from this knowledge that we all are one and in that love when you see the joy and sorrow of anyone as your joy and sorrow will you not like yourself want to be happy and bring about happiness in the world and when any action is done with love in the heart it has to be right that is the essence of dharma and such a person becomes a dharmatma and such a person shashvat shantim nigachati such a person attains that eternal peace which has got no end no boundaries and as we have said ashantasya kuta sukham as krishna has said that one who does not have peace how can that person have happiness and such a person peaceful and happy and we worry what if we fall from that peace and happiness even that worry we need not have will that transformation takes place in us can a sinner like me be saved bhagwan says and this he says declare it from the mountain tops broadcast it today itself on every channel possible in every platform and message and if you can do it do it and most of all declare it to yourself swear it to yourself these are the powerful words of krishna he kaunteya o son of kunti name bhakta pranashyati my devotee shall never perish one who loves the supreme lover such a person has not to even fear his fall because he knows tum rachak ka ho ko darna if you are there protecting me what is there to fear if like a monkey you have to hold on to the mother who jumps from branch to branch carrying her child there is always fear of fall but one whose mind is ever surrendered without worry and anxiety who does all his actions surrendering to the lord bhagwan says that like the cat when the mother holds the child the child has not to worry about anything and that love that devotion where there is love and reverence when there is that attitude of surrender then bhagwan says know this as my promise and you can declare it that my devotee shall never perish 
And I remember our Gurudev's words. Where can you fall? From his shoulders, from the father's shoulder to the lap of the father. You are always in his care. Even when any difficult situations that you might think is difficult is there. Know that at that moment, a mother takes even more care of the child who is sick, who is dependent on her. And therefore, keep your mind always on me, Bhagwan says. And where there is a constant flow of thoughts, there is meditation and no meditation is possible without love, without devotion. And when love is for something mighty, higher, and that too also the infinite, the totality, then that love has got no limit, no boundary, and that mind becomes single-pointed in love, and it is only in love that mind surrenders all its anxieties, all its pretendence, its ego, and such a mind immersed in the Lord becomes one with the Lord. Kaunteya pratijanihi name bhakta pranashati. Then what about my even responsibilities in this world? Why should I do anything? Even we are placed in this world because of our own past actions and desires. But all life situations that are there in front of us has a higher purpose. And if we can understand, and Krishna in the 10th and 11th chapter shows Arjuna that where is it that you cannot see me, the infinite, where you cannot see my glory and my beauty, my splendor and my might. That you have to lose faith. In fact, everywhere you can see. And faith is that which makes you hold on. Shraddha teti shraddha. And at the same time, know that nothing is separate from me, not even you. For everything exists in me. And when Arjuna asked Krishna to show him, he saw the past, present, future, everything existing in that one. And sees that everything in this universe is functioning by the will of the totality, by the will of Ishwara. But then the question arises, why should I act? And in Arjuna's case, why should I fight this terrible war? What is the purpose then if 
everything is just happening. And Bhagwan says, end this ego from which arises all our bondage, sorrow, anxiety, and uh, struggles, strives, and insistence on where things should be. Recognize in the totality this wonderful rhythm that is going on and know that attain the glorious, attain your glory. Addressing Arjuna as Savya Sachin, or left-handed one. Arjuna had been given from birth such power, such talent, and over the years, the opportunity to develop his skills, that he had become an archer, the best archer, and that too also he could fight with both his arms. And having got that ability, that might, that power, Arjuna sat back saying that I do not want to face this battlefield. I do not want to face this challenge. I do not want to fight. Even though Bhagwan showed Arjuna the past, present and future and he saw the death of these mighty personalities that Arjuna was afraid to face. And at the same time, if everything is happening in the universe, and the momentum has already started in the divine will, then why should I do anything? And Bhagwan says, understand that in the divine play, everything will happen with or without you. Don't have this ego. Therefore, tasmad uttishta. Get up. Yasha Labhaswa. In fact, gain that glory. Glory which is gained through good action. Punya karma. Jitwa Shatrun. Conquer your enemies. Not only the challenges outside that we face or the obstacles that we face or even people who obstruct us. For Arjuna, these mighty enemy in front of you. So enemy not only outside, but even the negativities within ourselves. And the biggest enemy is our own limited ego that thinks no end of himself and herself and with selfishness wants everything only myself, myself, myself and does not know that the greatest happiness is available for us. And therefore conquering these enemies who are harmful to you, 
outside and inside. Bhungshwarajam samriddham. In fact, not only enjoy that state of enlightenment and liberation, in fact, in this world, as long as you live, this entire kingdom is available for you, unrivaled. Enjoy it. We do not even know that this whole universe is for our happiness because Purnamadaha Purnamidam. From that infinite bliss has come this infinite universe. It is for our bliss only. But because of our ego, our selfishness, we create sorrow for ourselves and others. Know that as such, who is devoted to the divine, Mayevaite nihita purva meva. Not only these wicked enemies of yours, these mighty warriors, Arjuna, that are there in front of you right now, they, by me, the Lord, who is the karma faladata, who gives the results of action to everyone, according to their actions, their actions itself has determined their death. And therefore, by me, they are already been killed. They are dead already. So what are you fearing? Then why should I do anything? You just be an instrument. This ego we may not be able to give up directly. But when we recognize that things are just happening in the universe. And because of our ego, we think either the world will not function without us, and we take upon ourselves all the worries and anxieties, or we selfishly sit back and say, I will not do anything, or why should I do anything? Bhagwan says, be an instrument, nimitta matra. You just be an instrument in the hand of the divine in the hands of the totality and work for the totality because the totality has given you everything your strength your power your wisdom nimitta matra bhavasavya sachin oh capable arjuna just be an instrument in my hand and when we understand that we are instrument in his hand and in this divine play things are going to happen with or without us, then why should we do it? Lord has given us everything. And therefore, when we allow ourselves to be his instrument, his equipment, by removing our ego, our selfishness, our individuality, and work for the totality, we become an instrument in his hand and when he plays the flute, what comes out is only music. When he holds the bow in his hand and shoots the arrow, it has to reach its target. And the enemies are bound to be destroyed. And thus, destroy this mighty devil, this mighty ego, this ten-headed Ravana, 
within you who thinks I am the doer and the world cannot be without me and everything is only for my enjoyment and suffers through life destroying everything rather than attaining the glory, attaining that happiness in midst of all the comforts that this ego has. All we have to do is become his instrument and let his will flow through us to the world around us. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.